Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with Kate and Kelly, a podcast where we talk about self-improvement and self-help. We read nonfiction books like finance books and philosophical books, uh, habits books like the one that we're talking about today, all with the intention to improve our health, our wealth, our wellness, and our peace. We want to live better lives and uh, we want to find meaning in life and that's what we're doing here. This podcast is supplementary to my main podcast, Book Club with Kate and Kelly. It's a longer format. That's usually about 60 to 90 minutes. This one's about 15 minutes. We consolidate all the information to make it convenient for you. And uh, if you like the conversation here, go check out the other episode, the other podcast. You'll get a lot more conversation. And if you really like it, then go read the book. That's definitely the best thing that you should do. Uh, you can find access to that blog plus or to, to that podcast plus my blogs, plus my TikTok videos, all, you know, all the stuff to, with the inspiring content. It's kaidenkellysblog.wordpress.com, K-A-I-D-E-N-S, blog.wordpress.com. Last week, we read a book for the second time called Atomic Habits by James Clear, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. Yeah, we read it before, and you know, uh, if you listened to the episode last week, we're kicking off this year with a new segment on self-improvement. I made a worksheet for you to download on my blog. Go to my blog again, kadenkellysblog.wordpress.com. You can find the free self-improvement worksheet to start working on important goals for you. Uh, I mean, lots of people make New Year's resolutions and then they forget about them after the first week. I'm here to remind you about them. I'm here to help you accomplish the things you want to accomplish, achieve the big dreams that you have. And, uh, you know, because I've got similar, I've got ambitions too, baby. And I'm trying to make it as easy as possible for all of us to get to where we want to go. So go to my blog. You'll find the self-improvement worksheet tab. Click on it. Download the PDF. It's free. It's free help, man. Who doesn't want free help? But today we're going to talk about the book, and it's supposed to help us on that journey. So James Clear, uh, we've read we've read about him before. Oh, I got something sticky on my book. Dang it. Um, he's a he's a homie. He, this I think it's still like the top one of the top selling books ever, ever or just recently. It's on the top of the charts right now, or at least it definitely was when we read it too the first time, almost a year ago. Um, I got from his website, jamesclear.com. He, uh, whoops. Nope. I don't want to do that. I've been writing at jamesclear.com about habits, decision-making and continuous improvement since 2012. This is about James Clear. This is not me. I'm the author of the number one New York times bestseller, Atomic Habits, which, which has sold more than 10 million copies worldwide and has been translated into more than 50 languages. I'm also known for my popular Three to one newsletter, which is sent out each week to more than two million subscribers. Click here to sign up. So that's James, baby. Let's talk about his book. Uh, we got to go through all the info pretty quickly, as you already know. If you like the, if you want more information on habits, making better decisions, better behaviors, removing bad habits, go check out the other episode. This is all supplementary to the other one. It's supposed to be consolidated, and th- I, like I love this kind of conversation this topic of self-help self-improvement starting with our decision making and and the way he starts it in the book in his introduction i think is 
like it's like the holy grail of well he actually defines something else as the holy grail of self-improvement but this is this helps us take accountability and responsibility to improve our success he says the quality of our lives usually depend on the quality of our habits with the same habits you'll have the same results with better habits anything is possible you as an individual are you can you can accomplish just about anything that you want just about not anything but just about and uh but when it comes to like the quality of your life that's usually dependent on your habits the way that you respond to your environment the be- the behavior that you are, that you that comes naturally to you 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 are able to change that to improve the quality of your life or you can remain uh you know you can remain stagnant and and um remain a victim to your current habits but if you want to improve your life it starts with you wanting to make that decision for yourself anyway you are and i just love how he makes he puts the ball in your court he makes you responsible to improve your life you can't choose all the circumstances your own circumstances you can't choose if you you know if you're raised in poverty if you were raised in riches or if you were raised with excellent edu- like excellent edu- education opportunities but you can always choose how to respond. And I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you value your own well-being. You want to make improvements in your own life. And so here's how you do it. And there's a, there's a total worksheet on my blog, again, that you can download and make or uh, just to, to help you on your journey. So here, let's go through some of the highlights from the book. Goals are about the results you want to achieve and systems are about the processes that lead you to your results. Quote, you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Uh, yeah, with, you know, being brief, the uh, goals, goals are good to a point because they help you see what you want to accomplish, but systems are what actually make a difference in your life. When you have effective systems, which are how, what you, the things that you do every day, every week, sometimes every hour, you get to where you want to go. So if you have a goal like I want to learn a new language or I want to start my business or I want to lose 30 pounds or I want to be a healthy individual, you know, if you want to be broad. Well, you could say that. Anybody can say that. And what he says is winners and losers have the same goals. What what makes and break what what makes you different from the rest is the systems that you impl- implement in your life. You don't rise to the level of your goals. You know, you could say I'm I want I have a goal to be a trillionaire. But you don't be, you don't become a trillionaire just by saying it. You fall to the level of your systems by the things that you practice and do every hour, every day, every week. Uh, let's keep going. Decide who you want to be and prove it with small wins. Habits are about are not about achieving something; they are about becoming someone. Again, it's the direction that you're headed. You should be, and he says somewhere else, you should be more concerned about the traje- trajectory your life is on rather than the deci- or rather than the. Uh, oh, sh- I'm fucking up the quote. Something about the trajectory. You should be more concerned about your trajectory, where you're headed, not about where you're at. Uh, okay, and then the book is built around four laws for creating good habits. Q, C U E, craving response and reward 
And that's what the whole book is centered around is these four laws. The cue, the thing that happens in your world that makes you think about something, right? So I used McDonald's as an example, but the cue, like if you have a bad habit like eating fast food like me and a lot of other people, the cue to eating bad food usually is seeing it or hearing about it. You're driving around, you see the big golden arches. Uh, That's the cue. The craving is now I want a Big Mac or I want French fries. Um, The third law is the response. Well, I I saw the golden arches. Now I want French fries. So you go buy some French fries. And then the last one is the reward. The French fries are delicious. So you keep going back. And that's how habits are established. Um, you, You see a thing. It reminds you of a thing. It makes you want something. You do the thing. And then that thing you do is rewarding. So if you want to have good habits, you can change that direction. You can change, like, if you want to get rid of bad habits, you got to do the inverse of what the laws are. But let's talk, let's just talk mostly about establishing good habits. Um, If you want to establish a good habit, you have to have a cue in your environment that makes you think of something or makes you, it makes you crave something. And then you have to act on that craving. That's your response. And then the response, the thing that you do has to be rewarding. It has to be satisfying or else it's not going to stick. So that's pretty much the, the book. I'm going to go th- – I have a couple – I have tons of notes. Uh, let me see if any stand out. Uh, you have to be aware. You have to make the unconscious conscious. Uh, it's, a, it's a pseudo quote or quasi quote from Carl Jung. It will uh, until you make the unconscious conscious. It will direct your life, and you will call it fate. There are no good habits or bad habits. There are only effective habits. Uh, uh, it's an effective habit. You know, McDonald's has established a good system to to drive business. They've created something that's like the golden arches. Boom, McDonald's easy, easy to spot. The cue is obvious. The craving is it's it's obvious as well it's that you want the french fries you want the fast food the burger the mcflurry you want something from mcdonald's and then the response is you can sit in your car and go through a drive-thru or you can order it on your phone and have it delivered to your house and the reward is always satisfying i mean sometimes it makes me sick because i have colitis and greasy foods make me sick but the but like eating the food the instant gratification is there it's the after effects that are tough and if only i say this all the time if only um, unhealthy foods made you feel like shit after you ate them. You wouldn't want them. You wouldn't desire them. But the, the problem is they're delicious. Like Hot Pockets, fucking delicious. Toaster strudels, fucking delicious. Any kind of greasy, fast, deep fried food, delicious. And it's because it's delicious that we crave it. And that's a biologic, that's like, that's not even a flaw. That's just how we're biologically wired. We're wired to, to want foods that are high in calories because our ancestors were the descendants of of creatures that didn't know where their next meals would come from so they ate everything that they could find uh and their and our bodies are have evolved to store excess calories and now we live in a world where calories are abundant and and not just food but social interaction is abundant through social media and entertainment is abundant through Netflix and video games and sex is abundant through pornography and uh, like, you know, uh, what would we call escorts, whatever. Uh, we, we have at the tip of our finger access to so much crap. We've established bad habits. 
and uh, and you know again this book is about getting rid of those bad ha- changing the bad habits and establishing good habits so let's keep going uh, i just got a few more minutes um it's easier to avoid temptation than it is to resist it the inversion of the first law make the cue invisible yeah if you're trying to if you're trying to restrict a bad behavior a bad habit you want to like if it's mcdonald's you got to make the cue to mcdonald's invisible and i had a personal example like i love again i love like potato chips and i went on a walk one day last week and i came home and there was a bag of ruffle ruffles potato chips on my countertop and i ate the bag because it was there i wasn't thinking about the chips i wasn't even hungry but the chips were there it, the the chips being there triggered a craving and my response was to eat the chips and the chips were delicious so i'm more likely to do it again right but if you want to if you want um like if you want to change your the the habit to eating bad food to good food you need to make good food more available you need to you need to increase the cues of good food you need to increase your cravings for food by you know by making it delicious making it easily accessible um, you need to actually eat the food. You need to, and he talks. He says several times that repetition is always more important than perfection, and it's always, always, always more important to show up and do less work than it is to not show up and do nothing at all. So even if you want to eat better food, but you don't eat healthy meals every meal of every day, if you choose, if you're, if you typically eat. Uh, what's three times seven is 21. So like if you have 20 meal, 21 meals a week and usually 21 meals are unhealthy, then if you go next week and one meal is healthy and 20 meals are unhealthy, then you're making progress. You're making progress. And, and you know, it's, it's not, a it's not a huge step, but it's a small step forward in the right direction. And that's what's important here you turn that one healthy meal into two healthy meals and then from two to four and then from four to six from six to ten and now you're almost halfway almost half of your meals this week were healthy meals and it takes time it takes months sometimes it takes years but more importantly he says it does it don't count how many days it takes to establish good habits track how many times you have to practice that thing to make it a habit how many times how many healthy meals do you have to eat in a row to make the healthy eating habit a habit how many times do you need to show up to the gym to make the gym a habit and he says if you miss people miss one day they'll miss going to the gym or they'll miss a healthy meal they'll miss it's normal sometimes sometimes it's not even your fault sometimes shit just happens and you and it's impossible to make it work and you have to and you fall back on either not doing anything or doing a bad habit. But what he says is never miss two days in a row. Missing once is normal. Missing twice is the beginning of a bad habit. I mean that's all I got that's all I've got to say for now. We're already we're already out of time. If you like this conversation, go check out the longer episode. Caden Kelly's blog.wordpress.com has links to the other podcasts. It has links to the social media, to the blog, to the self-improvement worksheet, or you can search book club with Caden Kelly on Spotify and Apple podcasts and you'll find Atomic Habits 2.0, this conversation, and you'll even probably find, you can find the conversation we had a little over a year ago, the first time we read this book. So 
Thanks for showing up. Thanks for tuning in. You're here for yourself. You're here to improve yourself. I'm here to share as much inspiring content as I can to help you live a better life so that so that we can live in a better world. And that's what this is all about, man. So I appreciate you showing up. Have a good one. We'll see you next week at the next episode.